Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning. KSL News Time is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It is the weather. The winter weather just keeps on coming. While this storm is not nearly as big as last week's, we will see more snow over the next couple of days. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Adam? Amanda, from now to Wednesday, most of the Wasatch Front is going to see some kind of snowfall. National Weather Service meteorologist Nicole DeSmet says just today the Ogden Valley could get two to five inches with one to three more tomorrow and way more in the mountains. Those areas have already picked up um, more than a foot of snow since yesterday. They're expected to see somewhere in the range of more uh, than one to two more feet of snow by the time this is all said and done. It's going to be lighter in the Salt Lake and uh, Utah counties, only one to three inches by tomorrow, but it is going to impact the commutes this morning, tonight, and tomorrow. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Because of that weather, this morning's winter weather is throwing a wrench in some school starting times. The Ogden, Box Elder, and Weber school districts are all on a two hour snow delay today. KSL TV's Mike Anderson continues our team coverage, saying more mountain snow means heightened avalanche danger. Amos and Tristan Stotesbury. Storm after storm. Love the backcountry. And with more of the snow coming, there's all the more reason to be prepared. Hey, you got your weekend? Tristan and his father are showing his younger siblings the ropes of proper backcountry safety. It's what the Forest Service Utah Avalanche Center is asking people to do as they prepare to head out. The Utah Avalanche Center reports right now most places are at a considerable danger danger level, or three out of five. That level is expected to rise. More uh, snow, of course, is good news for the Great Salt Lake, and a bill before lawmakers this week would penalize people who water their lawns when they're not supposed to. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris tells us more. This bill, if passed, would be restricting water usage in the Great Salt Lake Basin in the times before May 1st and after October 1st, in the hopes of restoring the Great Salt Lake to healthy levels. It explains that those who end up watering their lawn or turf in violation of the rules will receive a first citation with a $45 fine, and if another citation occurs in the same calendar year, it will double that original fine amount. The bill's fines and citations exempt golf courses, schools, and other public benefit properties. KSL's top national stories this hour. A major storm that brought intense rain and snow to California has moved into the plains where it's causing severe winds from Texas into much of Oklahoma and southeast Kansas. Officials in Norman, Oklahoma, were responding late last night to reports of widespread damage and tornadoes. All I heard was like rattling. The whole house was shaking. The door was going crazy. Our front window in our uh, third bedroom busted through and glass was just flying through the the hallway and it was it was kind of scary. That's Norman resident Carly Ochoa, whose home was hit by the storm. With fighting in Ukraine reaching as bloodliest, uh, bloodiest yet, China is said to be considering sending lethal aid to Russia. The White House is sending the message it would be a real mistake for China to send lethal weapons like drones to Russia. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan telling ABC's This Week that so far there is no evidence that China is supplying weapons. Any warns of real costs from the U.S. and European allies if China does. ABC's Elizabeth Schultz reporting. 
A warning to iPhone users. The Wall Street Journal reports more criminals in bars and other public places are spying on iPhone users, watching them enter their passcode and then stealing the devices. In a statement, Apple told Good Morning America the thefts described are uncommon and require multiple physical steps. Stealing a user's device is not enough. The use of Face ID and Touch ID helps reduce the likelihood of these thefts, and we will continue to advance the protections to help keep user accounts secure. ABC's Andrea Fujii says the thieves use the passcode on the user's Apple ID, essentially locking the victim out of their account. And he's back now with a look at your first look traffic. Well, Tim, down in Utah County, who found the crash that was on uh, northbound 15, uh, or southbound 15, pardon me, going down from uh, Linden into Pleasant Grove, or Pleasant Grove into Linden. Got to get my direction straight this morning. But the snow <laughs> is slowing you down on both sides of the freeway in that stretch of, uh, of I-15. Up north from Roy, really on up to Brigham City. Road conditions a lot worse there. Highway 89 up along the east bench of Davis County, also seeing reduced speeds because of the snow. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. It was 131 to 114, a victory for the Portland Trailblazers over the Houston Rockets, and more than half of those points came from former Weber State standout Damian Lillard. Details from KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff. 71 points in just 39 minutes. The most points scored in under 40 minutes of play. KSL Sports reports Lillard put down 41 points just in the first half. At NBA has the call as he sets a new career high. The three-pointer for Lillard is 12th of the night. 64 points for Damian Lillard in 35 minutes, and the crowd is on their feet. But Lillard wasn't done, dropping another seven points in the next four minutes. Only three players in NBA history have scored more points in a game. Will Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, and David Thompson. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. That is just amazing. He was pulling up somewhere between uh, in, in between the half-court line and the three-point line and just letting it fly. Yeah. And the crowd, every time the ball went in the air, was standing up <laughs> with their hands <laughs> in the air. So, that's amazing. He was having quite a night. The BYU men's basketball team now knows their seating for the West Coast Conference Tournament that starts on Thursday in Las Vegas. The Cougars will be a five-seed, playing either Portland or San Diego Friday night at 7.00. If the Cougars win, they'll play Saturday night against Loyola Marymount. Uh, Marymount, of course, uh, you'll hear it all live here on KSL News Radio. A big congrats to the Utah Utes women's basketball team who won their first Pac-12 regular season title, splitting the crowd with Stanford. The Pac-12 women's basketball tournament tips off on Wednesday. The Utes' first game will be on Thursday. The Pac-12 men's tournament starts next week. And an ignition issue scrubbed this morning. SpaceX launch from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Four men on board were to head to the International Space Station. One of the crew members was Russian. Here's the call from SpaceX to hold the launch less than three minutes before the liftoff. Hold, hold, hold. We are standing down due to a T-tab ground issue. This means the SpaceX six-month mission will have to wait. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. 
Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.